You've reached the Onkin Radio Podcast. Nick Onkin here, exploring the world from creativity, consciousness, and everything in between to help you alchemize your life to its fullest expression. What is up, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Onkin Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Onkin. And today, I'm excited with this special guest. He is a music master himself and i really wanted to have him on because he is all about frequency and healing the world through frequency he has produced albums and songs for justin bieber trey songs and he is a leukemia survivor as well so all these things have given him an interesting twist on life and perspective on life and i wanted to have him on the show To share with you guys, his mission is to heal the world through frequency. So he is creating all of his music in uh, 432 hertz and other healing frequencies, which I learned is a whole new way of creating music. You have to tune all the instruments differently, everything. We did this interview out in Santa Monica on the beach. So you might hear some wind, you might hear some birds, you'll hear some people passing by. In the natures, in the natures, but it was a really great conversation. Major is a super, super quality guy, very connected, and just such a great heart. I think people in that space, at that level, that playing at that level can be, can live in a different world and a world that's like not tapped in. And I uh, really appreciate that about him is that he is tapped in. He's, he's a really, really great guy, interested in fascinated in the things that matter. So on another note, uh, you might have heard me talking about identity alchemy. Uh, I did a podcast on what is identity alchemy. So there's a few episodes back. You can go check that out in the archives. Just go to onkinradio.com. You can surf through the archives at the bottom of the page and see all the episodes that we've done in general. But uh, Identity Alchemy is a course that I'm building to help people build their personal brands, a congruent personal brand from the inside out. And we'll be going into deeper personal alchemy later as well, which I'm really excited about because I believe that is what life is about. Diving into your inner world to create a better external world because everything that you experience on the outside in the world is a direct reflection of what's going on in your inner world. So stay tuned for that. If you want to learn more about that program, you can DM me the letters IA on Instagram. And my Instagram is at Nick Onken, N-I-C-K-O-N-K-E-N. So if you're interested in learning more, you're interested in taking the course to help build your personal brand for your, if you're a coach, an author, speaker, writer, you're starting a business, or you want to leave a personal legacy because I believe building a personal brand is an outlet to leaving your legacy of thought leadership and impact on the world, leaving the world with your message. And to do that, you had to create a very good congruent personal brand. So that's what Identity Alchemy is all about. If you're interested in learning more, thank you. Horns outside my New York apartment here. And speaking of music here, it's funny because years ago, I always had imagined, I always thought, you know, if I wasn't a photographer, I would be a DJ. I always thought it, but I always thought it was so far off from where I was and it's such an esoteric thing. Well, I recently just started learning and it's been a blast. I love, I've been really getting into house music, deep house, melodic house, Afro house, just getting into it. I think it's it's been really fun. So I've been putting together some mixes over on the SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Nick Onkin. If you want to check those out, there's a, an Onk playlist, sessions playlist that everything is there. You can also find all the podcasts as well on the SoundCloud. So go check that out. It's been a fun hobby. And I'm going to probably talk about that more on another podcast about developing other creative mediums as that's something as as a creative alchemist that I've been doing over the last few years and um, learning how to create that under one umbrella. So, which comes down to your personal brand again. So anyways, with that, let's jump into this. I'm excited to share with you my conversation with my friend, Major. 
Yeah, my boy Major. Yo. I'd say in the house, but we're sitting in Santa Monica on we're the beach. We're at the beach. Yeah, Major at the beach. Yeah, one of your favorite places. What a beautiful day. Yeah. It's so nice out here. Yeah, I feel like the beach always gives a really good energy. Yeah, yeah. This I have to say, this is kind of the, probably the first one I've done on the beach. Wow. Yeah. New you know. journey. <laughs> new dimension. But I, I'm kind of liking this whole just being out, out in nature. We got these little, you know, new microphones. Kind of easier to, to be outside. The headsets, <laughs> yes. Feel very official. Yeah. So y'all might hear some noises coming back and forth. You might hear a little wind. Yeah. You know, but that's um that's called uh atmosphere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> atmosphere. I love it. I love it. And you know, we were just talking about some of your journey of healing and, and moving through the dark spaces. And I think, you know, it's, it's really cool to talk about this stuff if you're open to it, because I think people really, uh, people are going through a lot right now, especially, you know, the cosmic bricks have been raining. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, how, how is it, I mean, just in general, how has it been for you this last year, you know, going through this pandemic or whatever you want to yeah. call it? What kind yes. of lessons? I mean, wow. Well, first, I mean, the experience of being human is crazy. It's, it's really like insane. Like every day I wake up and I'm kind of like, wow, like almost like I take, I think back to when you're a baby and you're born and you, and you're in that place, that quiet place for nine months. Everything's taken care of. It's dark. It's peaceful. And then you're just thrust into this world and lights are on. People are snatching you out. You're getting spanked. They're cutting stuff off you. You're like, whoa. You're like, what's even happening? And I, I feel like that experience of being a baby is kind of like the experience that I and a lot of people have had over over this past year. It's like, and I'm finding that every day. I'm like waking up into this world. And I'm finding, wow, this is a crazy place. And I'm realizing that everything that we need to navigate it is right there. And it's been always provided for us by the force or whatever that we're connected to. Mm. And I believe that this year has just been like a rebirth in, in many ways for myself, for a lot of people. I think going inward a lot has kind of been like going back into the womb. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, coming out every day is like, I'm like, wow, I'm back here again. Like, this is crazy. Like, how can I use this moment and this time, you know, in the best way? And, and you know, to give love to, to, to. So this past year for me has been very, very interesting you talked about cosmic bricks and i and we were saying before uh, <laughs> that i've made a conscious decision now to evolve without pain mm. so i mean sometimes we learn through pain right like that's the only, sometimes that feels like that was the only way for us to learn our experience but um you know i believe that the messages for us are given first in a whisper mm -hmm. and then in a tap and then if we don't hear that then in a slight shove then if we don't hear that in a grab and you know and a slap, then a cosmic brick has to come and you know, hit you. <laughs> so now, um, through just especially through this year, through my meditation practice and through my mindfulness and present moment practices, I'm just um, working on being more present to hear those messages right when they appear. And that's been beautiful for me. Yeah, absolutely. Those messages, It's we were talking about presence and how to be super present to be able to hear that kind of how do you how do you stay present to those things well one thing that's helping me is a regular meditation practice and you know i don't know what what it is this year something about it made me realize that the growth in anything comes in the consistency and not the intensity mm. so before i would go into intensity i would go into a period where i'm going to meditate it two hours a day or now you know yeah. for this period of time for this and i would try to supercharge myself into this <laughs> state in reality now i i do just a consistent 20 minutes you know two times a day one or two times a day but i've done that every day for the past few months mm -hmm. every single day i haven't missed i even did it actually before before we came here on the beach and i find that just <clears throat> that practice by we talked about intention by constantly putting an intention of this is where i'm headed and revisiting that intention revisiting that intention daily you're going to make progress. You know, I'm noticing that also with me practicing piano. You know, I used to just try to learn the song and just cram and just really learn it. Now I'm saying, you know what? I'm going to spend this amount of time every day, no matter what. And I'm seeing a lot of growth. So my fullness and my presence is growing 
just by that consistency, which is something yeah. so easy and simple, but yeah. that's what's, that's the truth. All right, my friend, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, and it is one of my favorite brands, Organifi. Uh, as you know, I'm all about putting healthy things into my body and using different supplements and things to get the nutrients that I need uh, when I can't always have access to them through other means of vegetables and things like that. So one of my favorite uh, mixtures is something that I like to mix three of their products together. It's the pure, the red juice, and the green juices. And it's a power pack of nutrients in the morning. Um, So I've been doing this every morning. And what's been great is I've been taking it on my travels so that I can keep some daily nutrients with me, especially when it's a very travel schedule. I don't always have access to foods that I want to eat. Um, so it's a great staple, great way to um, bring things on the road. They have little travel packs too, which is perfect. So you can just drop them in, mix them with water, and they're delicious. Less than three grams of sugar, uh, which is very, very little, and it's all organic. Either way, no processed sugars. Uh, so the green juice, which is great, is just you get your daily doses, your daily dose of nutrients that you need. You just mix it with water. There's 11 superfoods like ashwagandha, morninga, chlorella, spirulina, turmeric, and much more. The red juice is a superfood berry blend that contains adaptogens, antioxidants, and a clinical dose of cordyceps mushrooms, which is highly, highly beneficial to you. There's 13 superfoods for energy support like beets, blueberries, acai, pomegranate, Siberian ginseng, reishi mushrooms, rhodiola, and more. So it gives you a bunch of energy without the caffeine. Um, And then Pure. uh, Pure is about promoting gut health and the morning brain fog is very helpful. It promotes healthy BDNF levels and mental clarity. For those of you that don't know what that is, I didn't. I had to look this up. Uh, Brain-derived neurotropic factor. It's the key molecule involved in plastic changes related to learning and memory. So neuroplasticity, things like that. Uh, What's great, it's infused with lion's mane and coffee berry. Got baobab from an African fruit that contains 10 times the amount of vitamin C that oranges do. It's got apple cider vinegar to improve gut health. Contains all kinds of other goodies like aloe vera, ginger root, monk fruit, digestive enzymes, and more. So you can go check this out, uh, Organifi.com. That's with an I uh, at the end, not a Y. And you can use the code Onken, O-N-K-E-N, for 15% off at checkout. What kind of meditation do you practice? I went back to the beginning, so just counting breaths. Oh, wow. Breathing in, counting one, breathing out, counting two. I have a timer in the middle, 10 minutes, and it tells me like to switch the cross of my legs, kind of rebalance. Yeah. And then I do. I went all the way back, and I find that that is also can be the most boring one, and that's why I needed to do it. You know, it's yeah. like going back to literally the basics, the fundamentals, to the breath, which is always there with us and it's always an anchor. So. For me, that's been good. What about you? Do you do you meditate at all? Do you like it? Yeah, every day, yeah. every day. I've been practicing Vedic, a version of Vedic, Vedic meditation. So it's kind of like TM, so nice. mantra, mantra based. based. Yeah, and that's the the anchor. The mantra is like the anchor. So kind of lets you have thoughts that are flowing, but like the mantra kind of brings you back to that center and it drops your brain into more theta state. Do you um, have a secret um, mantra? I don't have a secret mantra. There's different ones. Um, you switch it different ones. days. Yeah, sometimes I'll do different ones on different days. I was doing that. I was doing that, and then I'll do gratitude practice after that. Uh, wow, because that's the biggest state changer. That just, is the biggest one. Yeah, I wake up and I'm just like, what could I be thankful for? Like, how could I be? You're right. Gratitude. A grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Mm-hmm. That's a great way of putting it. <laughs> a magnet for miracles. Right. Yeah, I love that. It's almost like if you're a kid and, <laughs> you know, like we people say we're God's children, you know, and, and if you see two kids and you give one kid something and he's like, thank you so much, he's so happy, <laughs> you're going to just keep flooding him. Yeah. You're going to be like, yeah, this kid's great. If one kid just takes it, it's like, yeah, cool, thank you. Doesn't even notice. You yeah. might give him something, but it's not, you're not going to be as excited. And yeah. I feel like that's the same with. With our lives, you know, the more grateful we are, I feel like we just, we, we, we get, we, we call the blessings in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And what, what you appreciate, appreciates, right? Appre- wow. What you appreciate, appreciates. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely true. So yeah, that, 
that's been a practice of mine and even almost just trying to like practice that state throughout the day mm. and just almost living in a state of prayer and gratitude as I move through the day. That's beautiful. And asking for magic, magic that, always. That's beautiful. Yeah. I find that even through this year, finding gratitude in unexpected things mm. is also a key, you know, because you know, I'm supposed to do many, many trips with her and shows and performances. Mm -hmm. And I had to think, you know, how can I be grateful for that? This, I, this, this pandemic caused me to miss these things. But, yeah. you know, it also gave me time to do other things, mm -hmm. which is like finding that gratitude. Say, so, well, thank you. You know, even though that this didn't happen, thank you that I'm able to be here with you talking right now, you know? Yeah, likewise. Perhaps had those other things happened, this wouldn't have happened. And this is important. Yeah, you know, they, that may that may be a catalyst for many other things. You know, someone hearing this may it may be just kind of unlock them at that exact moment. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it all. The more grateful we are, the more life flows beautifully. Yeah. There's yeah. There's no mistakes. Everything no. is a gift. No. But getting to the perspective to see that everything is a gift with gratitude is a lot of work. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. at first it doesn't seem like a gift. Not at all. <laughs> You're like, this is my gift? Yo, I didn't want this. <laughs> you didn't read my Christmas list? This ain't this ain't what I wanted, you know? But Yeah. And it's funny. Oh, there's a dump truck. <laughs> it's it's funny how the more we try to control things, too, the, the harder and the more cosmic bricks start raining, right? The what is resistant. that? Why do you think that is? Well, you know, I mean... I think it's just because you're living out of surrender. I Ooh. think. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I noticed the more that I, and this is practice for me, is the more that I surrender to the universe and to the flow of magic, the more beautiful life becomes. Wow. Have you read The Surrender Experiment? I have. Beautiful book. Beautiful book. Someone, yeah, check that out. The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. But it, yeah, it's exactly what you said. When you when you go with the flow of, of where life's... There's an intelligence that created that ocean. That yeah. created the sky that's cycling everything. That has us the perfect distance away from the sun. Enough to get warm in a tan, but not get burned. Yeah. Like everything is set up so beautifully that we, we could just tap into that and not have to kind of uh, rely on our own... <laughs> small brain <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah I mean have you seen the movie Soul oh my goodness yes oh. what a beautiful movie right what a beautiful oh. movie man <laughs> that hit that touched me yeah that was right I needed to watch that at that moment when I saw it you know I think it's great when media or you know a story can show you something you know a lesson what did you get from it what did you like about it I mean, one of the most beautiful things is just like to see life as a gift, right? And wow. how creative flow is us tapping into divine intelligence. Wow. And really being able to appreciate everything, you know, it goes back to the idea of gratitude. It's like, I don't know if you remember the, the moment where the acorn leaf thing fell on his hand. Yes. And it was just like this whole realization that like this life is a gift. Wow. The same human experience is a gift. It's a gift. To yeah. divine intelligence, to experience feelings and to experience all of this stuff. And, yes. You know, it's the layers and layers of trauma and negative thoughts that keep us from experiencing that gift. Yes. And there's some reason we came here, you know, like we, we, we sometimes, I, I, and I speak for myself, like sometimes I've been like, man, I hate being human. Why am I stuck here in this, <laughs> you know, in this limited form? Like what? Like I crave somehow to be back in that expansiveness yeah it's in that you know in that unlimited form and but then i think about it and i look and like you say i see the sand i see the beach i see an acorn fall i see it a palm tree and i'm just like this place is pretty cool yeah you know I'm like yeah. this place is yeah. really if we, and especially like i'm learning more that or i'm believing more that we see what we tune into mm -hmm. just like a radio just like a you know we put it on this station we're gonna get that we put it on that station we're gonna get that so when we change our lens to tune into gratitude we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get more things to be grateful for yeah yeah so better be constantly tuning our stations to what we want more of right right yeah we are just like frequency receivers yes <laughs> yes we see what we you know whenever we're getting a new car we see that everywhere yeah you know yeah. when we're if we're seeing an opportunity we see that everywhere if we're looking for opportunities everywhere if we're looking for problems we see that everywhere mm -hmm. you know so it's like 
yeah. just fine tuning that receiver every day a little bit. Like, okay, what do I want to see? What do I want to watch today? You know? Yeah. And of yeah. course, there will be commercials that yeah. come in that you maybe <laughs> didn't necessarily choose. Yeah. Some distortion sometimes in the frequency, but for the most part, I feel like our signals become what kind of what what we're looking for. Yeah. And I, I was learning something too. Um, you probably know a bit more about this, but they were talking about how our brains have almost like a filter filtering system how a majority of the information that we actually that is available we it doesn't we our brains don't process we choose yeah yeah kind of what we want we want to process <laughs> so with that being said it's like well let me focus on the things that are you know that i actually want to see you know yeah absolutely well you know it's, it's like as you think the world rises around you right your thoughts create your reality wow. and it goes to directly with what you're saying is because like it is a filter right you're choosing what you want to think what you want to hear and what you let ultimately let it infiltrate into your 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 field infiltrate that's a good word that's how i've been feeling about like staying away from certain social media or certain even even for me now scary movies i feel like if i was to watch a scary movie just i'm not saying anyone shouldn't but me personally i feel like that would be infiltrating my system because I've learned now through the meditation that all of those images I see in the day that I thought I just saw and left mm -hmm. they will sometimes resurface in the meditation when I'm trying to focus on my counting mm -hmm. I'm noticing whoa I'm seeing in this image that's in my yeah. system like i I took that in. Yeah. So now I'm like, nah, no more infiltrators. <laughs> you know, if something gets in a way where I feel like, you know, do I really want to see this later? Yeah. Do I want this? Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, at this moment, like, no, let me tune into something a little better. Not yeah. just viewing it as, oh, this is just something harmless, you know, this is, because it's, it's, it's almost, it's, it's becoming our diet. It's what we, what we eat, what we consume, what we see, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I've got this idea of just like curating your intake, right? Curating what you're letting into your sphere, what you're seeing on social media. Who are you following? Is it like, how is that affecting your soul and your heart? You know, and if it's not in a good way, unfollow. Unfollow, exactly. Or stay off, you know, put a, put a limit on time, how much we spend on it, you know? Absolutely. But absolutely, yeah. And, and, and I wonder what is that, I wonder what is that part of us that sometimes seeks that because there's sometimes i've noticed especially and as i'm talking about it maybe it's mindlessness instead of mindfulness but there's sometimes i've noticed mm. where i've just been sitting with the phone there or something or on the computer and um literally i found it much less less these days as i'm more present i found myself just looking at things that really don't have any purpose in my life at that moment yeah it's just kind of a uh I mean, and also these these tools are designed to be addictive mm -hmm. in a sense, you know. So it's kind of like our, our brain can get uh, in this loop of just information, information. But then I have to, we have to go back and think: Is this information serving us? Yeah. And, how, and what is it giving us? Because mm -hmm. you know, it's giving us something, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You ever studied Joe Dispenza? Oh, I love Joe Dispenza. Yes. Yeah. Breaking the habit of being yourself mm -hmm. and um, listen to the voice behind your back <laughs> in your perineum and <laughs> inside your brain <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it's interesting because he talks about emotional frequencies right like so the lower frequency emotions are anger fear shame guilt and wow you fear know is one of the lowest yes and fear is a commodity now right they're selling fear the news is selling you fear they come they commoditize yes, yes. fear Yes. Well, I learned that also, like, fear is, I mean, it may be because of how we evolve in evolution, but things have grown. Things that are shocking, negative, or fearful, or dangerous, mm -hmm. catch our attention. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it's because, you know, they say, like, yeah, if you're a lion, you need to pay attention to if there's a rustle in the bushes, I could potentially be a lion, mm -hmm. you know, so, like, evolutionary, we, but media has definitely um, exploited that and noticed that if I give you a, a headline, 25 people died in your area, you know, find out why now, you, you might click that more than man yeah. saves puppy from a tree, you know, yeah. something that is more nice, so I find, yeah, you, you're right, they, they've, they've discovered that that gets attention and mm -hmm. people have <laughs> figured out okay we can get some money off that you know so I, and hey I, I, it makes sense I see the logic where they get it from but as we're rising to a different state I feel like you know that's not the energy you know I want to be putting out you know yeah I mean it's easy to get limbically hijacked e oh wow that's a good word limbically hijacked yes it's true yeah it's true and I noticed that too even in 
it's not even just from the external or I don't know external internal is it there even any difference I don't know but I noticed that in the meditation when I get you know because we all have these thoughts that sometimes take us away from the object of our meditation when I get distracted in that way I notice that a lot of the times that the things are are potential worries fears things that are negative mm-hmm. and i notice that it's the same way like the news those if a hundred thoughts pass past my head sometimes the one that i'll grab is the one like oh no what about this yeah and now yeah. that i'm aware of that and i'm seeing oh that's just like some type of mental trick that the ego kind of does to keep you there mm-hmm. it gives you it makes you think about something that's potentially scary or could be going wrong that you need to somehow figure out through the mind yeah. that you think you need to figure out it, it's it's a way for the ego to keep existing because the ego is dead mm-hmm. when it's when you're present yeah when you're in deep in that mantra when you're deep in that zone there's no thinking about you know when i'm deep into that place there's no space for that yeah yeah so as long as it can get you thinking about something it stays alive and so a lot of times the things that are just like the news the things that might make you click in our mental, you know, I want to go down this thought spirit and maybe something seemingly <laughs> dangerous or what about this or what if this goes wrong or did I did I leave the oven on? You know, any yeah. <laughs> little things like that. <laughs> so I'm learning now to see those things as just not even real challenges or fear because usually there's nothing you can do about them right then. Yeah. And if they even manifest, which they probably won't if you don't think about it, but if they even do manifest, you're living it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Experiencing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doing that, you know? Yeah. And then, and then the more you think about it, right, the more that frequency, the more we tune you in. bring that into your frequency, right? And exactly. Like a lot of times people end up attracting the things that they are afraid of. Right. They fear the most. Because we've tuned in so much to that vibration. Mm-hmm. So now when we, you know, when we get a fearful thought, now let's replace it with some gratitude thoughts. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Boom. You know what? Let's break that program. Close. Gratitude. Yeah. Well, and we have like these thoughts, you know, you were talking about how you have these hundreds of thoughts and it's like, you know, it is, it's about which ones are you grabbing onto and believing versus just letting them pass through as thoughts. Right. It's so, so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that becomes that ends up being a becoming a belief system. Yes. And what we constantly believe, you know, we we definitely tune into that. So yeah, I think that by 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 being mindful of that has been a big, big help for me to navigate this year. Because it's yeah. so much change has happened. I think we haven't even really understood yet all of the change that has happened in 2020 and 2021 like there's it's a complete shift yeah and i think that in those times though there's also there's great times for paradigm shifts in in humanity you know when and you see it kind of happening in a sense you know things that used to just kind of happen and get swept under the rug now be at least they they feel like they get more life and more attention and maybe it's because kind of the world stopped in a sense so you Mm -hmm. So I think I think it's a good time for growth and for going inward, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important. I mean, it's the same for me. It, t- it gave me a chance to really go in and kind of alchemize new things and alchemize my own emotions and think about where I'm headed with everything. And it's been yes. a, a blessing in disguise. Exactly. <laughs> I look at a lot of those things that we want to let go of as like, you, have, you know, sometimes when you go on the iPhone and... Maybe it's running slow or something is happening. And then you go, you, you do that thing where you scroll up and you can see all of the apps that are open. Mm. And you see one in, way in the back. You're like, why is that open? <laughs> you close it. You're like, you, some of them, you're like, I don't even know why this is even on my phone. I don't even need to use this app. But it's somehow it's still open. Yeah. So I find that when I'm meditating in that way or when I'm being mindful of my thoughts, I'm kind of like closing programs that are running in the background, taking up battery, yeah, taking up hard drive space that... It, are maybe outdated programs that I don't even use, that I don't even need. And, you know, I'm looking at it like now, like throw that out of there, that that fear or that thing, get, close it, close it. And, you know, your phone starts working way better when you do that. You close all this stuff and it's it's wizard. It's way, you know, it's acting like how it's supposed to act. I feel like we just have to do, you know, we're technology in the same yeah, way, right? Yeah, yeah. Step back and close the tabs. I like that. Close those tabs, right? <laughs> Any tabs of things that are not serving us. Yeah. And a lot of those tabs are, 
stuff that was maybe pre-installed on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> things that were given to us that we didn't even install. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah. we're still running it and it's taking our energy. <laughs> like, nah, man, get out of here. I need all the energy yeah. for to put... To focus on, <laughs> so you know what it, what it's open. Reprogram it's open that tab. shit. Yeah, reprogram, close all tabs, yeah. open up new, download updates. You know, yeah. I, I'm updating my system. Like I can't, I can't even have these other things running. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, speaking <laughs> of, like, you see, so what was what's been your spiritual journey? I mean, you said you grew up in a Christian yes. upbringing and have, have kind of expanded from there. And I'd be curious yeah. to hear what that what that's been for you. Yeah, I feel like I mean. My in, in deepest resonance and deepest um, has come through the Christian path. You know, that's been like what just I think that was the first spiritual path that I was shown mm-hmm. in my life. You know, I, I my my family and, you know, pretty much a lot of people in my community followed that. And I and I find that it's a beautiful way to for people to a lot of people to be introduced to spirituality, you know, in that way. And that's that's how I was. You know, I didn't know about anything else. I was actually taught that, like, to even research anything else was actually kind of wrong. Mm, yeah. I had So I had that kind of perspective for a lot of my life, and I didn't look into any anything else. And then I went through some very crazy times um, i went through times of like like you talked about a, a dark night of the soul mm-hmm. i'm a cancer survivor i went through having cancer i went through all kinds of things and that just kind of i feel like it was and also through having through grateful for music being able to travel the world i met people from all walks and all faiths and all different things and i kind of started to just look and see what are what are some of these other things and i started to feel like a, a bit you know this is not exactly but I started to feel like a bit like it was similar to language in the fact of how this is water in English we can see that that's water in Spanish that might be agua in this place you know in this language it might be this and the shape here of the bottle is like this and of course we can all see this and we can understand this is water and we can see one that comes from I don't know um, South Africa and see it that way we can see one that comes from north pole and see it that way but we can all understand it's water and we yeah. there's no argument and there's no debate you know because we can physically see it but i found that something like spirituality which is something that you can't really perceive with senses in that way with mm-hmm. the five senses mm-hmm. i find that maybe i started to think that maybe a lot of people were talking about some of the same things mm-hmm. but because the language was different the culture was different the shape of the water the bottle was different the of course you know the Things are different just in different places in general. Even yeah. if you go somewhere, their 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 dialect is different. There, yeah. even if we go ten miles that way, you're gonna get a different, you know, than someone in Malibu, than someone in there. So I I started to find that I started to be, just feel intuitively, and I'm still exploring this, but just feel that things were a lot more alike than people thought you know yeah and that maybe some of it some of the fighting and the anger and uh, or the disagreements is because people just can't see what the other person is saying and they can't see that and maybe sometimes they're talking about some of the same things yeah so that's kind of been like what helped me kind of just not be so like judgmental towards other people's paths you know towards whatever path someone is on like you know that's the that's the frame through which they're experiencing this world you know and and i feel like we're all kind of just learning we're like we're we're babies thrust into this crazy space where all of these things happening and all of these moving pieces and all these personalities and now there's you know all of these things we have we're just trying to figure it out and you know whatever way someone chooses to figure it out I, you know I don't want to I I don't have any judgment towards them I actually you know as long as it's so, something that is is providing love and giving like mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a kind of a basic premise that I've seen yeah through any tradition religion practice is like as long as it's doing that and not hurting anyone i feel like there's something to be gained from in there and there's something and there is a part of their journey you know Mm -hmm. and everyone's journey where i am now won't be where i am tomorrow you know where i was 10 years ago is not where i am today and i think that just expanding my mind to no to having no judgment towards other people's journey has in a sense Mm -hmm. freed me in a sense of because we are all each other 
yeah in a sense you know like everyone is one so if i'm having any type of judgment towards ah, this person's uh, they're going the wrong way i don't know <laughs> their journey they're you know they're not quite where i am right you know and then we can get a little bit of like uh spiritual ego and pride and kind of you know be be judging in that way but as as i've grown i've kind of just looked at like there's truth in pretty much anything i've seen mm-hmm. and and i almost think that like not one practice holds all the truth that yeah. there is you know there's it's just like going to dinner at one place in one restaurant and thinking <laughs> now you got a sample of all the world's food right it's just not how it is you mm. know there's so much diversity and there's so much to learn and so much foods to try and so many yeah. things so i feel like i'm you know on a, a evolving spiritual journey always you know yeah it's almost like how do you you can't put it in a container like it's like it's like i saw this this meme where it was like you had the goldfish in in a tank but the tank was in like a body of water wow <laughs> <laughs> and this is the whole idea of like it's all water yeah but sometimes i feel like religions put things into its own tank its uh, own container uh, yeah that makes sense yeah and sometimes and sometimes things need to be in that tank right because maybe that goldfish is not ready to swim with all of those real big fish out there <laughs> maybe he needs that at it's, that yeah. moment of his process that tank is exactly what he needs and shouldn't be you know just because maybe someone else could swim without a tank i can't say ah this guy's stuck in his <laughs> tank he's, he's an idiot you know like yeah. look at all this water out here maybe if he was to come out at that moment maybe he would get it eaten by a, a shark you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> you know true. so like yeah it, it's it's true yeah, yeah you're right it all is it, everything inside and and wherever someone is at that moment i think it's exactly where they need to be as long as they're as long as their process is is bringing love and is bringing and, and it's and it's searching for, you know i think most people are searching for light and truth and, and yeah. when they're in a religious practice that's that's what i find what i don't particularly resonate with in any religion is when i see people leading like we were talking about with the media, with fear. Right. So anytime I feel someone is getting like, you better do this or else this is going to happen to you bad. I feel like that's not even just, and I don't, I wouldn't, I can't speak for the, you know, the the universe. I can't speak for God, but that's just what feels intuitive. Like that's not what, what God would want us to, it's not how God would want us to love, you know, yeah. out of fear. Like yeah. you don't want you don't want someone to love you just because they're afraid that you're gonna do something bad to them. Yeah, yeah. You want them to love you for for what is and for you know for who you are for what for the moments you share for what you can give them for the time you share because they love you. Yeah, you know because yeah. you don't want it to be like you better love me. I'm just you know hit you. Exactly. So what do you think of the idea of believing in something that's for the fear of going to hell? Wow. Just intuitively, I don't think that's good. I don't yeah. think that's good, you know. And I think even in Christianity, they say you should want to do what God says because you love him. Yeah. You know, and I think that, like, if in the actual words and in the, in the tradition, I mean, in the real scriptures, I think they say that. I think somehow some people, unfortunately, have along the way used that as a tool to control some people. Yeah. Some leaders, you know, they say, yeah, you better do this because they've noticed that that helps some people stay in line. I, yeah. I, I don't really... I don't really resonate as much with that kind of teaching. I'm more so like focus on the love, focus on yeah. the good, focus on why you should do something as opposed to why not you should do that or, you know, what will happen if you do it the wrong yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting too. I mean, like so much of this is all just language, right? Like how do we even put language to God or right. love? I mean, right. the idea of even saying God is like even almost limiting to of as course. to what that force the universe is right and that frame and that and that and that and language shows each word through the framework of each person so god to you and god to this person here is two separate things as a result of the experiences every experience that you've had in your life where someone mentioned that is in our database yeah every time someone said water you know someone might have had traumatic experiences with water someone might have had this and so that same word is actually <laughs> meaning a hundred different yeah. things to a hundred different people. So that's why, like, even language in general, I often find, like, when we're talking about being human and, and what some of the limitations, language in general is a very inefficient way of <laughs> communication, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that could take us into the idea of frequency and yes. music. Yes. I mean, obviously, yes. like, I'd love to hear a little bit more 
about your journey through music from where you started and now into a, you know, the healing space yes. of 432 and, you know, but how did you get there? What's, what's been your journey? No, that's a beautiful segue because I realized, so I, I, I produced music starting at 17 years old. Wow. And it's been like my only job as an adult. And I always had a vision that I was going to do something very positive and impactful for the world. I just had that. I don't know where that came from. I don't know. I just had that thought. When I was a kid, I had that. And so as my music was becoming, I was getting into the industry, I was making a lot of money from it. And my vision was, oh, I'm going to create these centers for children that teach underprivileged kids music and I had all this plan of how what I was going to do and it was kind of a down the line plan it was something I was figuring while I'm in this zone I'm going to keep focusing on this and once you know I'm going to take the money I got from it and I'm going to do this mm-hmm. along came I got leukemia when I was in my 20s I was like, whoa what wow. this is pretty crazy like what does that mean you know I had never knew any, never that word I never knew what that was so kind of my timeline switched in terms of like something I'm going to do in 20 years to who knows if I'm going to be around 20 years what what could I do now you know like yeah. that kind of was coming into my head and I was already working with really awesome artists and I went to a show in Mexico City and there was people who majority of the crowd spoke Spanish mm-hmm. and I saw thousands hundreds of thousands of people singing words in english that i wrote in a room by myself wow and it was like a mind like a mind warp like whoa how like what that just happened like wow (laughs) and i knew that the music was reaching people because i had you know the plaques and stuff but to see it in my face was kind of like wow this is a way that i'm speaking to people and connecting with them they don't even speak the same language as me yeah and some of these people don't even speak the same language as each other, but for whatever reason, because of the power of the frequency in this, in this music, we're all on the same vibe right now, all of these people. And so it kind of led me to like, wow, music is really a universal language. Mm-hmm. And then from traveling the world and seeing people, you know, dancing and doing all these things to music that I would make and people who I couldn't speak to through words, I could speak to them through music. And so... I started to make all the music where, you know, I think, well, I figured, well, music is my way to make this impact that I thought this is what I'm going to do. And so my initial thing was I wasn't quite tapped into the frequency perspective. I tried to do it through words. So I thought, you know, if I put positive, uplifting words in my music, I'll be helping all these people. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, when I did it, my sales went down. The popularity of my music went down because I was I was not producing conscious music. I was producing normal pop mainstream music. Yeah, just that you would hear on the radio, you know. Yeah, and and that wasn't necessarily what that audience was looking for. You know, like, <laughs> do better, be better, you know, matter anything like that. You know, pray That's like wild. Yeah, they were. It wasn't what it wasn't resonating at the same space that it, the other one was. So I realized, you know. And I got frustrated with that. I went, like, I got depressed and thought, you know, I have this purpose and I see it so clear that I have this opportunity to reach all these people. But when I try to do that, it's not connecting the same way. What it, What's happening? Yeah. And synchronistically, I was led to meet many scientists and many different people in the spiritual community. And I started learning about the power of frequency and sound. One yeah. through a, a friend who was an ex-monk. And he was talking about the power of mantras and he talked about how each mantra was a unique frequency designed to change their state of consciousness. Mm. It's not just random sounds. It's, you know, there's, there's a, then I started learning about binaural because and how actual sound frequencies can change people's brainwaves that could be measured. This is not like a idea or, you know, this is like something you can physically measure. Yeah. And so I started seeing like, wow, this sound has a lot of power. I started learning about resonance and just you know i went to machu picchu with this group called resonance science and we went and studied and saw how these ancient civilizations knew about sound therapy then we went to the pyramids in egypt and oh, started wow. and measured and did everything with the sound did frequency and went into the king's chamber did all of these really powerful things and i started seeing this stuff is real you know and i noticed that i was just like i felt like almost chosen in that way just i was in a unique spot where i was in my world of pop music and rap music and electronic and you know kind of that more 
there was no or barely very little talk about these things and about the effect of the sound and the frequency. People just didn't know because I didn't yeah. know what that was. People I, people don't even know what hertz is. I didn't even know what that was. And now I learned that the hertz is the amount of times in one second that a wave goes up and down. Mm. So if something is resonating at 432 hertz, that means in one second the wave is going up and down. So it's, And then something like gigahertz, which is cell phone or, you know, or megahertz. Yeah. Yeah. That's like thousands of up and down in a second okay some of them is you know hundreds of thousands of up and down in a second so it's a very fine waveform which is out of our audible and visible range because right. the human the human ear can hear from 20 hertz you know and this is relative it's, it's different but yeah. uh, for each person 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz but there's so much more Right, <laughs> you know that's only that's a very small and that and and, and, and and like for example, just to kind of show you that a dog can maybe hear I don't know to thirty thousand. So yeah. if a human can only hear to twenty thousand, there's that's why the dog whistle. The dog can hear that human can't hear. It's outside of our range. So there's and then the light is outside of our audible spectral range. There's so many things that are outside. So I started learning that frequency is is very very like. It's kind of connected to everything yeah. in that way, you know? And so I started to learn, well, what if I could just alter the frequency of the music, You put what I'm trying to do, give the message, give the inspiration, uplifting through the frequency, and be able to have lyrics that are not necessarily preaching to someone. It could say anything. It could say dance, 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 la, la, la. It could say whatever. And so that's what led me kind of on that journey of not speaking through words, which we yeah. talked about are limited anyway. Yeah. You know, we don't get everything. And then speaking through that, you know, yeah. through the music. And it's been like just one synchronistic journey after another, you know. Everything yeah. just keeps unfolding because I keep meeting the right people. And I feel like it's kind of just, I don't know, I feel happy to be a bridge between the two worlds. Because I didn't make up anything like that. Sound healing has been around for thousands of years. Yeah. yeah. It's just bringing it now into this kind of world is where I feel like I, I definitely am a pioneer and super grateful to it, like now be around yeah. so many other people who are just really interested in it and just kind of supporting that whole movement that's so dope what did you learn in the like when you went to the pyramids and and uh i mean that just sounds epic in general because i've been kind of looking into like nikola tesla stuff wow and, you know i, I haven't really looked that's that my, deep that's i want to learn guy. yeah so that's my guy what, what have you learned from his work that you've applied to well music wow well that's i'm glad you said that on um, my and now the first mainstream sound healing album in 432 hertz ever. Wow. Is I made it last year. It came out during the pandemic. Yeah. I've been working on it for years and, and for two years. And for whatever reason, nothing was, it was not coming out. Huh. It was just like, it wasn't right. The universe was just like, nah, not this, not right now. It's not the right time. For whatever reason, I was trying to get it out. Yeah. that All of that stuff happened and then it finally manifested. And I called it frequency, volume one frequency. Yeah. And Nikola Tesla's quote is, if you wish to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of, energy frequency and vibration mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so my three album titles are frequency energy and vibration the energy and vibration haven't come out yet yeah frequency's been released already and um it was the first time and i've you know we've got a gold, gold record from there with millions of plays already so it's like oh. showing like it's kind of the first time that that's happened and i'm also making it kind of a standard practice of putting the frequency in the title of mm. the song which is something mm. that has not been done yeah. So yeah, Nikola Tesla directly influenced me in, you know, and and this is a guy who his inventions have seen, you know, arguably or not even arguably have increased humanity like the trajectory the most, you know, when he came with the the power that he came with like everything like this we're doing right now is based off of that power grid and that electricity and harnessing something like that <laughs> is so so someone who's thinking about that and they're saying, "Yo, that the secrets of the universe lie in terms of frequency, energy, and vibration. That kind of just shook me. I got goosebumps. I was like, "Wow, this is this guy is onto something," you know? Yeah, yeah. And and so yeah, it kind of just opened me up. So then going to the pyramids, we just looked at how. Man, I learned so much from the pyramids, but I just learned how sound has been a tool used to heal and used to to have many powerful effects that are even beyond I feel you know where we're using it today so I feel like we'll continue to just expand and learn ways that sound can be used as medicine as therapy as 
tools for uh, spiritual growth, yeah, enlightenment, all of these things. I think sound is like like we were talking about earlier. You know, whatever sound is playing in environment is a pretty dominant factor of what happens in an environment. If you go into someone's car and they're blasting the music, whatever that music is, is involved in you guys' experience. Yeah. Very deeply. So much so you might nod your head, you know, it might it might literally physically take control of your body mm-hmm. at that moment. Or you might, you know, or you might have an adverse reaction. You might not like it or whatever it is. You know, if you go into a restaurant, whatever the music is playing in there is affecting the environment. Yeah. hundred percent. So it's just kind of opened my eyes up more to like Wow, this this stuff's powerful. This sound stuff's powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Have you heard of New Calm? I have. I haven't tried it yet. I want to try it. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I just I just interviewed the CEO, which was really interesting. And it's like it's it's like, like way deeper than binaural beats. It's like it's more expansive than binaural beats, but it's the different sonic frequencies underneath music. Wow. And then you put this little bio signal patch on your left wrist. Yes. Um, that's layered with different six layers of different frequencies and it put you put it on the, the acupuncture meridian. Wow. And so the two things combined with eye mask, you lay down and it drops your body into a complete theta state. So wow. it suspends you in theta so that your like body is recovering and, and restoring itself. So wow. it helps with like jet lag and you know if you do workout it helps you recover it's like like sleep i would love to try that yeah i need to i need to where do i get that i'll hook you up with him oh my yeah. amazing please yeah but you and him might have a really interesting conversation about how to about layering healing frequencies underneath music as well oh yeah i mean what that's <laughs> what i'm doing is 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 layering and also generating like embedding it it's, it's not even like just taking a frequency and just kind of sneaking in it which I'm sure will have some positive effect it's like from the source generating the sound at frequencies that are um, said to be more harmonious and more yeah it's like generating the sound it's like generating <laughs> from the source so it's like everything about it the whole song is resonating in this beautiful yeah harmonious every layer you know and I find that like yeah, I would love to talk with this guy and just see even kind of how what they're doing. I've heard about it, and, I, and it sounds like something that and now it's coming to my sphere again. So it's definitely something. There. Yeah, I think you and him would have a really good conversation around sound frequency and healing, and you know, because this it was a technology that was really only available to high level athletes because it's, it used to cost like five grand. Wow! And now they've rechanged their whole, they shifted their whole business model so to make it available to heal more people. Wow! Um, so I it's love that. Like forty to eighty bucks a month, and wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And we all and we all know intuitively the po- about the power of music. Like that's why we play different music when we go to the gym than when we're going to sleep. Yeah, you know. Then we're going to date. And we play a different music yeah. than with our parents. <laughs> you know, we know it. Yeah. But it's just about like now tapping into a little bit more of the intentionality. You know, and 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 my my vision is to you take it as far as I can, and we're making really awesome advancement for some of the science community that I have. And then also just inspire other artists to just be intentional about the frequency and energy that their music is giving. Because before yeah. there was no even real options. It's just everything everything was locked into the same frequency, same thing, and there was no real thought going into that. So now it's just about opening people's minds and say, hey, there's something else here you can pay attention to, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I've been thinking about the idea of like how can you, I mean, even just for myself, like being able to utilize music and affirmations, but utilize frequency to drop you into a more theta state mm. so that you can program your subconscious mind with things that you want to be programmed with, yes. right? Yeah. That's where the rewiring happens. Yes. And I've been hearing about that before going to bed. I've been hearing about, have you heard mm-hmm. about that? Like supposedly yeah. listening to certain things before you go to bed allows your subconscious to take them on more. Um, you know, I can't say for sure if I know it's true or not, but it sounds like an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, when you're in theta state this is when you're most subjective to the subconscious. Got it. And is that in it? Yeah. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So if you can program positive things, right. <laughs> I mean, the world is probably trying like a lot of these other forces out are probably trying to, are trying to, to program negative things. Right. So we want to reprogram, close yeah. all those tabs, close yeah. tabs that we don't want. Reprogram yeah. some like yeah, some good stuff in there. Yeah. Now I'm just I, this is interesting too. Is I have my friend of mine was saying that there's a different for like 440 hertz or something yes. is more suppressive. Right. Is that true? I don't know. Well, I was like I was curious so there's if you like, something about there's that. There's many 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 interesting theories some conspiracy theories some who, who knows but like basically there was a music standardization act that happened 
some years ago and it basically music used to be at many different frequencies mm. across the world and somehow people you know i guess you know some people say it was innocent and the fact that they just wanted people to be able to play together no matter what so we would all be on the same frequency and some people say that there was some malicious intentions because there was some guy connected to it named charles uh, gobo mm-hmm. who was like has some connections you can google them if you really want to check it out but has some connections to not so nice things yeah and that 440 is designed which is the main frequency that all mainstream music resonates at right now it's just the stock frequency like Mm. if you buy a piano or if you get a guitar tuner it's programmed right there Mm. people don't even question or think about it i didn't think about it i worked in music for 10 years before i even thought about it so i know that but some people believe that that frequency is designed to be slightly discordant to not allow humans to reach you know, their full harmony. And I can't say that I know for sure that that's true, but I can say that there's no, I don't see any inherent benefits to, to working on that frequency. So right. right, why not go to one where, you know, even mathematically, the numbers are more harmonious, you know, in it, some of the other frequencies. Oh, interesting. Just even mathematically where it breaks down, you know, because each, each, not to be too nerdy about it, but like each note is a scale is a degree in a scale, right? So, it, it, you know, the starting note is A equals 440. So that's what, that's what that means. When they, someone says it's in 440 or 432, they mean that A is in that. So B is different, C is different, but it's where that the first note is. Interesting. Right. No idea. So some of them, as you start to see, you start to see interesting numbers and patterns as you start to look at what is A B, what is C, what is D, what is E, F, and then the octave of, so octave up of A is basically, and if you look on a piano, it's a repeating pattern, right? You see A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It yeah. repeats it over, over and over and over through the whole piano. Yeah. So the original A is 440. The second one is 880 because each octave, okay. you know, if A, if A here, it, it doubles mm-hmm. in, in frequency, in, in octave, so... Gotcha. As you start to look at the numbers in different frequencies, you can see different patterns, and some of them look beautiful, and some of them form harmony, and some of them look kind of weird, and like wow. a lot of points and fractions, and point six 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 seven or three three, you know, like a lot of things that maybe are not giving you a full direct frequency anywhere. They're kind of giving you like a estimated rounded off, which is interesting, like what that wow. effect has, you know. That's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it. I thought I didn't realize it was all music was in one key. Oh, all uh, like I mean, one frequency, I want, one I frequency, one frequency. I want, and I won't say all, but I will say all because there's people who there are people like in yoga communities and different things who use 432 or use 444 who use 520. I'm sure you've seen this kind of stuff like on YouTube. So there are people doing it, but all of the music that you will hear, just like any rock song, any rap song, any if you turn on the radio right now, that's 440. Wow, okay, okay, that's the standard. Interesting. Yeah. So does it mean you have to change all of your instruments when Everything. you're making? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's why some people <laughs> oh aren't. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's like, why some people are like, ah, I don't know about that. It's too much. You know, they don't want to do the work. Wow. Yeah, everything. Okay. I had no idea. That's yeah. so fast. I love the nerdy stuff. So yeah. You, know, you like have okay. to retune, you know. If you have a piano, you got to retune every string. The whole piano. Every the... string. <laughs> oh, my God. Every string. Oh, my God. <laughs> the guitar, God. every string. Wow. You know? Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I f- it makes sense for me. It just, it just makes complete sense to me. And then from a creative perspective, like, I'm always, I've always been, like, in one way that I've ha- been able to connect with people in the industry, I've always been creatively a little bit like a step ahead. So just even from... I'm super excited for the benefits that it has. And then on a creative perspective, I like being on my own wave. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, why would I follow the exact frequency footprint that everyone else is doing? Yeah. Literally, everyone else is using that same frequency. Why would I want to do that? Exactly. There's so much, you know, and I feel like even just that thought is it can hopefully help, help some people break out of... You know, we sometimes go into an industry, whether if we want to do film or we want to do fashion, and sometimes people just follow exactly what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. Try something else, you know. Try like go, go. It's okay to be on your own frequency, your own path. And most of the times, those are the things that will really be true to you because that's your own true frequency. That's your own true message, you know. As opposed to just kind of, I, I, I'm a you know a fan of like with Tesla and Elon Musk and all those people, and he talks about this thing first principles thinking yeah which is like not just saying because everything was done like this before 
this is how we got to do it. And mm. so they did that with SpaceX and the rocket. Before, every rocket was one-time use, right. disposable. And so that's why it costs so much to go to space. And, and they just thought from a first principles, different frequency of mm-hmm. thinking, what if we make these rockets reusable? Instead mm-hmm. of, you know, dis- imagine your car was disposable. That's not going to be... <laughs> every time <laughs> exactly. you drive it somewhere, you got to get a new one. It's very inefficient. So, like, they just by shifting that thinking, I feel like, and we can do that in many aspects of... In any aspects of our life, we can shift to a new frequency and give some results that are different and, and unique. And and that's what the world needs is more of who you are, you know, who yeah. we actually are, not just following the, the trend. So Yeah. Well, I love that. I love that. So tell me more about frequency and color, because I was looking at a few of your videos and you're talking about, you know, pink being the highest vibration. Oh, yeah. Well, how does that, how is that? Yes. Well, f- well, frequency, there's the audio lights, there's the audio spectrum, like I said, and then there's the visible light spectrum. So uh, the reason why we see colors is because of the rate that they're vibrating, hmm. that, that that material is vibrating. And like black absorbs and actually we see the light that it reflects mm-hmm. from a color so black absorbs all the colors which is why like if you took paint and put them all together you'd see black yeah white reflects uh, all you know it, it, so and that's based that that reflection that reflectiveness is literally based off of the rate of its vibration its yeah. frequency okay so oh. each color has its own frequency Oh wow! Yes, <laughs> yes, and the re and the way our eyes can see it is because the rate that it's moving, and we see. I see your bandana as reddish purple because you know that's what my eyes have identified as. Yeah, that frequency, whatever that rate is, that's reflecting that light is coming to me in that way. So it, yeah, there's it, a big correlation between frequency, light, sound, you know, and interesting. Yeah. So what about white? Is white like white reflects everything? Or, you know, mostly. That's why it's like, that's why, think about this. In the heat, if you're wearing white, you feel cooler, right? Because the sunlight's coming onto you and it's reflecting all of that light out. And so someone else, they're seeing it as white. You're wearing all black. That frequency is absorbing all of that light energy. That's what, you're hot. (laughs) (laughs) You're super hot if you're wearing all black, you know, in the sunny day. And and that's directly related to it's not the, the frequency of that of that material is not reflecting that color and so it's absorbing the ener- the energy so color is really powerful too yeah really powerful and it yeah yeah I'm gonna have to dive more into that look, it's crazy look, it's, it's interesting yeah it's Especially. crazy it's really cool so I've been pairing the colors of the songs with the frequency and then and then keeping them in that way so when if the artwork is that way I want the music video to be that way to be with it when I perform it to be that way so that that color is always associated with that frequency yeah yeah that's so dope it's I love cool, it man. it's cool what's what's been your creative process I mean what's your creative process look like when you're building out a song and is it happened over I guess it happens over time or sometimes yeah. you just jam out I think the best ones are just downloads and in terms of it's something like almost like I hear it playing in another way in another realm and then I just kind of help translate it here and then people are like wow that's great yeah. like, oh, you like that <laughs> so I, I really don't take credit for it like that in a way. you know of course you have to spend a lot of time working on a craft to be able to take what you hear and bring it yeah you know or just like an artist you know if you're painting you have to spend a lot of time painting so that what you see in your mind you can replicate but i think that's what you know anytime you're doing i think all great artists are just kind of seeing something that or hearing something that you know others don't see that maybe slightly outside of our mm-hmm. range and bring it into a way that many people can enjoy it so it's not really my creation it's just more so i'm uh a vessel for it to exist in this realm yeah yeah absolutely and i think that the process of like the the, the practicing process allows you to be just be a clearer vessel so i right. spent a lot of time just working on music and just experimenting and then but when it comes through it's just like a download i'm like oh i got it i just <laughs> go to the piano i go to you know to the music equipment and i start kind of just yeah and that could happen in a flash yeah that's dope so are you creative directing all of the other stuff too like the the videos and we started a, a team called intentional media i am mm. and we have a great creative director dope and we have a, gr- a great team that we're building yeah um but in the beginning i was kind of doing it but now just 
I'm working with people who are like-minded and want to yeah. help get that get that message and that energy out. Dope. Yeah. I love that. It's exciting time, <laughs> man. Yeah. Volume 1 frequency available now. And I'm doing an update, frequency 1.1. So I'm making a new idea of music oh, no, wow. that no one has done. Like updating my album like a, like iOS. Yeah. Yeah. So there'll be frequency 1.1 coming coming very, Is that very like soon. new songs or just adjusting the songs? There's new songs and then there will be updates of some songs that I heard and I want I feel like need to be updated. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like for this time, you know. So yeah, it'll be I new, love that. Yeah, it's I love a, that. a new way of thinking about it. I, I think I want to consistently be on the edge of pushing new ideas into it. And sometimes it hurts being on the bleeding edge cuz you're a little ahead of it. Yeah. People are like, "What the heck are you doing?" But I know it. Uh, that's that's where I like to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the world that needs you and, and needs to be healed by frequency because that's what we all are. So, amen, but, amen. yeah, man. I acknowledge you for the, the the big impact that you're making in the world. Thank you, brother. Hell Thank yeah. you. You too, man. Thank you for allowing me to um, have this space to speak. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for making the time. Of course, brother. And uh, where where can people find you on anything? Just type in major M A E J O R. That's in social media, that's in YouTube, anything, M-A-E-J-O-R. And that's ba- my name is spelled for my grandmother. Her name is Edna May. She passed away, but we were very close, M-A-E. So I just kind of put major like that. And dope. Pretty easy to find it, yeah. I love that. Well, it's been a pleasure jamming with you, my brother. Thank you, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Lessons. Lessons. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Onkin Radio Podcast with Major. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, and it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, you can go check out the show notes over on onkin.co slash M-A-E-J-O-R and find all the things that we talked about there. And I would love it if you could help us out by leaving us a good review over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts at and you can also share that link or share one of the links on apple podcasts be super helpful so you know what time it is it's time to go out and create your life by creating every small moment and we'll see you next time